Hey, this is Irene. I've been waiting for you. Thank you for joining me, mixing it up with me right here on The Mix. You're listening to CBiz Media. So I want to take a moment to talk about Mr. Dick Gregory, the great comedian that I feel that I kind of slept on. He was the predecessor of Bill Cosby, and that's probably part of the reason because I was born in the 80s and I was more exposed to Cosby. But I think Dick Gregory, in a way, um, got slept on maybe by the latter generations. So I want to just talk briefly about Dick Gregory, the whole issue with Cosby. We did an episode about that, and I don't want to really get in back into that or anything i really just want to celebrate this man the predecessor mr dick gregory let's talk about him select episodes of this podcast are also heard on licmc radio just listen in saturday nights at 10 p.m on licmc.net Would you like your content shared on LICMC Radio? Well, send us an email for info. That's cbiztv at yahoo.com. Again, you can email cbiztv at yahoo.com. You know, somehow it seems strategic when some people get more attention than others. And again, I was thinking about Cosby and the whole controversy and his new documentary coming out about all of this. And just months before, Dick Gregory came out with a documentary on the same network, Showtime. And I don't even recall this being publicized or shared or any of that. Uh, for me, again, I say, um, I'm sorry, Bill Cosby's name is more recognizable because I grew up around that time. But still, I mean, Dick Gregory is a force to be reckoned with and a great name, a big comedian who did some different things. To me, I feel he was a little unorthodox. But starting off young, he didn't have much. He was able to find his way into the comedy club circuit. And he just did some amazing things there in the clubs and the comedy clubs. And he got chances to do things, I believe, at the Playboy Mansion. And once he did that, that broke ground for him to go to other levels. The Jack Parr Show, which at the time was a Tonight Show. I hope I'm saying all that right. Um, But he was, he said, you know... I won't be on your show if you don't let the Negro, what they called him at that time, or the black person sit down because he noticed on the show, he loved the show, but he saw and recognized that black people weren't respected on the show. So Jack Parr called him back himself and said, you know, you can sit down with me. And he broke that barrier. Sometimes we just need to speak up. A lot of times we stay in our place, so to speak, and we just go through the motions of what's already been set up. And all he did was say, hey, um, I want different. I want more. And he was able to get it in that moment. So that's a lesson in, in itself is to just speak up. You don't even have to be harsh with it. 
Um, but I think he was a real person. He was a real comedian. He he talked about black people's rights. He used our struggles as a comedy bit, um, not only for the black people to relate to, but the white people also understood the situation and the white people were laughing as well. Um, and you could take it any way you want to, but he was able to turn that negative situation into something that um, united people in some sort of way. So he was getting thousands and thousands of dollars, especially back in that time per show, especially after the Playboy Mansion invited him. I think it was Hugh Hefner. I'm not sure if the Playboy Mansion was um, fully running yet. I don't know much about the Playboy Mansion, but I know Hugh Hefner and all that was a part of it. And I think I said the Rat Pack as well had invited him to do a show. So, and that was in the other episode I was talking about. Uh, But he had a lot of big opportunities. He was making lots of money. He made it and he gets to fight for his people at the same time. Awesome. You know, career made, life made. He met his wife. They all together ended up having 10 kids like what more would you want he doesn't does he need to do anything else he's doing his dream job he is in his job he is speaking out for black people gaining more respect himself which also allows people to look at people of color with more of a respectful eye because he is an example of us just a lot of good things i mean his story could end right there but no this guy was doing a lot (laughs) um he started working with medgar evers the civil rights movement even mlk he hung in in the middle of these guys and he fit right in he looked like he could be one of these civil rights leaders he had he had swag he had style he can he could walk into a comedy club or walk into a church and command respect and have a little swag a little extra swag with that you know comedy is really powerful and he was able to use it to his advantage in whatever room he was able to walk into so he definitely had an advantage with that so um as when Megger Evers passed it was a very painful time for him he was going through a loss of his own um with his young child that had recently passed we had to leave and then not long after that Megger Evers was killed um and he wished that he could have been there uh of course we know later on MLK was killed and he was he would be a part of the sit-ins he would be arrested he was arrested many times he was even beaten during a protest so he really gave his all um you know that we can see celebrities helping with different causes but they may not go too far they may not get right in the middle he got right in the middle all the money that he could have been making on the road he forfeited because he said this was a bigger deal and even his family had struggled in some level but he felt that this cause was bigger than that um, if he was done, people would donate money to him to help him with the cause or to help him with things that he needed, um, money for his son's schooling. But he ended up donating that back to someone that was in need, someone that was a part of the civil rights movement. He ended up donating that back. So he became a freedom fighter. 
and money no longer in my eyes he never from what I see in the documentary it was not it was not his drive um I think I may have mentioned before about purpose-driven people versus um capital driven or financially driven people some people take certain jobs that they hate because they just need the money they want a certain level of lifestyle and some people take jobs that they love but they don't get that much money but that doesn't matter because their purpose is what really matters and they're doing what's fulfilling and what they feel God has them to do so Dick Gregory starts off in a way where definitely he was purpose driven and he was going to make a lot of money in his purpose but then he got um his eyes set on something else that could help the people and the money was no longer there but his purpose was still going strong uh so then after everything he did in the civil rights realm he started looking at his health he started looking at his family they moved out kind of to the middle of nowhere had their own farm they were not participating in anything of regular culture they kind of almost had their own island in a way and they did go to school with a lot of Caucasian people and white people but when they went home they were miles and miles away from civilization in a way and they had their own rules and and he had rules of um they said he was a vegan before vegans were a thing he took sugar and meat out of the home and they had a mostly plant-based diet he started to fast for the cause when he was helping with the civil rights movement he did things peaceably and he began to fast and they said that that may have done some level of damage to his body but he fasted for long periods of time to show his point of how black people should be treated and he said he did this because people would ask you you know why are you fasting it became a topic so he would always feel the obligation well then if they ask me then I have to tell them this is why I'm doing this for the people I'm doing this for my people and my race so that we can receive some of the benefits or all the benefits that all the other people do in their communities so he went from doing speaking in the civil rights movement to now being in a way protesting fasting he even led other causes he walked across the country for another cause um so this man goes definitely from one extreme to the next i look at what he did i'm like wow he he helped a man that was um obese he tried to help him he got stuck in his house and it became a big major news headline so he went to help him he had these special um Uh, vitamin mix and and he followed a lady that knew how to do healthy living and to put together different meal plans and he kind of came up with his own thing came up with these special vitamins to help this man lose weight and he lost a significant amount of weight it was time for him to leave and actually he asked him to go outside and take the next step forward but he said no he wasn't ready to do that so but sadly the man died so he tried to mentor this man he did lose weight but the man really wasn't ready to go to the next level he passed on 
so yes i have a lot of spoilers i'm sorry i didn't tell you that before but i'm (laughs) i'm gonna make sure it's in the description because if you guys didn't see the documentary i do i'm gonna have a link in the description which will probably be a limited time it'll probably last until showtime decides to no longer make it free but uh so he went from a a lot of different levels he supported a lot of causes women and other issues in the world uh through through fasting through walking running these were his different ways of protesting peaceable protesting and he continued to share his message but he realized that you know the industry people didn't want to hear this message so he started getting calls from colleges and and the young people that were going to change the world, these were his new audience. So he led them in many ways to think about civil rights, think about respecting others and all of these other causes that the world needs to work on and the world needs to change. So he was a man of purpose. His family did at times um, struggle when it came to money because he didn't have the money or the backup there he worked with muhammad ali he worked with um again mlk a lot of big name people and they were helping him in the cause and they would donate to him and at times but the money would go right back into the movement and helping people so these were his causes and so then dick gregory he's still in the comedy world he's trying to make money again he's a lot older and he's trying to get back on his footing so he's he's out there doing shows again when he was younger his purpose was like i'm not gonna go do shows in the clubs where they're drinking and stuff because you know that's not the message i want to send people drinking and not taking care of their bodies so he didn't do those club shows or club nights anymore but he still did his comedy he was in movies as he got to the latter years of his life i believe he passed at 84 and you know he didn't have as much money as he could have had he wasn't financially sound as he could have been um i did see a youtube clip talking about he Um, he wasn't buried in a timely manner I don't know all the information on that so I'm not going to speak anymore on that but I say this was a great man you can look at the fact that maybe his finances weren't all together but his heart to me was all together like everything he did for the people and even his family suffered on some level his kids didn't see him as much because he was out there traveling trying to help all of these different causes and he still continued to use his comedy but to me I feel like he at that time he was a modern day apostle a modern day prophet trying to spread positivity Uh, he wasn't talking about the good news of Jesus Christ but he was talking about good things and ways to change your life and ways to be better and ways this world could be better so I felt like he was a modern day apostle if you see dick gregory as he's age he actually looks like he could be one of the older apostles he's got this long beard and facial hair and all of this stuff but he looks like i mean he really looks like he lived a life he did a lot 
for others um and he didn't really look about just look or just think about his pocket or his wallet he was thinking about people and I think that was that's just such an amazing story and as he aged you know he started cussing people out and I was like oh I didn't know he was gonna do that (laughs) they were showing how he just start he would be kind of belligerent and kind of angry and cussing at people and this is what he would do I don't know if it was because of his age I feel that was an element of it as well um but we know that a lot of comedians cuss latter in latter years and they I'm sure they cussed on some of their albums as well but you know back when he first came out there was like no cussing on tv or whatnot you were completely clean and he did very well in that time but he was just like cussing people out it was funny how the other comedians were talking about how how he was acting but some of the messages I feel like he was continuing to give even today like maybe he was kind of tired of like you guys should have got it by now I've been giving my whole life and other people have, have given their life to change the world and you guys still haven't gotten it yet I mean I'm just coming up with my theory of why he was just cussing and angry and sharing his message that way but he did what he did he was an amazing comedian I feel like he was even above and beyond that just an amazing man he gave so much he cared so much uh even more than for himself so that's the story of Dick Gregory if you didn't know now you know if you want to see all the details I'm going to put a link in the description to the documentary which is free for a limited time only and I hope you guys the best wish you guys the best just a lot of great things to see during Black History Month and just to juxtapose two different comedians against each other Cosby versus Dick Gregory so different on so many different levels and even W. Kamal Bell who did the Cosby um, documentary he was actually giving some testimonials in the Dick Gregory documentary as well just so you guys can see that there's a link there there's a link in the comedic world but you know as we see Bill Cosby get indicted and and we don't know the full story of all the charges we know to a degree and then there's some things that we don't know there's some things that we'll never know but then we see the life of Dick Gregory a black man in a similar position as Bill Cosby and he has a different story to tell so we're all different that's just the human race Uh, we all have different mindsets different things that drive us and there's nothing wrong with that we as black people are dynamic just you can put two white men together from similar backgrounds they're going to have different life stories different mindsets different things inside of them same thing with two black people you can't just put a blanket statement over a person's life or a culture or type of people's life and say that they are all the same no we are all different we all have a different story to tell we all have a different purpose and 
Dick Gregory's purpose was great and people are still talking about him today and all the things that he's done he's an extreme inspiration to me and I'm glad that I was able to see this story in depth and see this man Mr. Dick Gregory all right guys connect with me did I say everything right or did I miss anything email me let me know at cbiztv at yahoo.com that's cbiztv at yahoo.com